also, a funny thing happened to us a few weeks ago uh, during our area's um, virtual monthly gathering. My husband, Tonichi, decided to share the story of us, our story, which included a mention that when he was very young, he had been previously married. Uh, no shock here. Uh, it's been already uh, annulled and that's a whole different story. Anyways, um, what we didn't realize that as he was giving his heartfelt and colorful sharing, our daughter Chessie stepped out of her bedroom and caught that particular snippet of the story. We happened to glance at her and you should have seen her. Her, her eyes were so wide and mouth hanging like almost screaming just with her eyes like what the heck are you all talking about we realized at that moment that she had no idea that this was part of our history anyway that got handled straight away but it made me sort of think back on those days and how i slowly realized what a truly good father the lord is a faithful god you see i was always so ashamed to talk about that particular aspect of uh, our story, I couldn't for the life of me understand how easy it was for Tunichi to talk about it. But now I believe I'm ready. I've been following this uh, Bible in the Year podcast by uh, Father Mike Schmitz. I know you all know about it because there's like 300 million, uh, I'm sorry, 3 million downloads, I think, so far, maybe more from now. And let me tell you, it's been such an eye-opener and a blessing at the same time. One line in scripture uh, a, few, like a few weeks ago uh, from Exodus chapter 14, verse 14. The Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. That, that kind of hit me at that point. The kind of faith you have to do that, to just be still and know. It gives me so much confidence in the knowledge that He will save me whether I think I need it or not. I felt moved today to share the Lord's faithfulness in my life and proclaim His goodness. There are so many stories, but I believe it's time for me to shed the walls of pride that I've built regarding this particular um, thing and share this pivotal time in my faith life. Also, Patrick told me to keep it in five minutes, so uh, here's me trying. Anyway. Tanich and I met a long, long time ago in the Philippines when fun only truly happened after midnight. Yep, I used to be cool and knew how to party. <laughs> anyway, I was part of a band and had, uh, you know, we had gigs until the, you know, wee hours of the morning. So hanging out with friends and meeting new people was, um, happened in that kind of atmosphere. Mind you, we didn't do anything illegal. Well, maybe once or twice. No, just kidding. But a lot of fun nonetheless. So we met and I would say fairly quickly knew that this was going to be a serious relationship. Nothing wrong with that. We were both young, healthy, not too bad looking, and single. Right? Well, wrong. We know better now. But at the time, the common thinking was as long as you were currently not involved with anybody else, you were single. So as our relationship was getting deeper, it became clear to me that something needed to be done before it messed up what I thought was the best time of my life. It turned out he was just separated and with his then wife and he didn't really need to do anything about it. She moved on and he was doing the same. So in his mind, he had a clear conscience, uh, didn't think twice in calling himself single. But of course, that all changed when my parents found out. Yep. Anyway, the immediate aftermath was pretty scary and confusing. I basically was expected to cut my relationship with him immediately, rightly so. And I really didn't want to do that. The alternative, though, was just as scary. It would mean that I would have to turn my back on my family, and I couldn't do that either. I was so immature arrogant and, and spoiled, thinking I could somehow get out of that predicament and still get my way. In fact, I mean, if I'm going to be honest, I was kind of leaning towards running away from with him, even if I knew it was wrong. Our relationship uh, was pretty deep at that point, and the feeling was that I was stuck. 
so many scenarios playing in my head, nothing that I, I wanted. And then I stopped. The only thing I could think to do at that point, even if I knew how sinful I was and how, I, how unworthy I was of being listened to, I cried out to God and asked Him for help. I didn't even have a specific prayer because I didn't know to wait what to pray for. All I said was, Lord, please help me. And he listened. God is such a good dad. He opened my mind and heart. He would not allow me to stay away from him. I am his beloved daughter and he wants the best for me. He didn't want me to settle. He didn't want me to remain in sin even in my brokenness. Who am I that he should pick me up? A mere grain of sand in a vast seashore and tell me that he knows me, knows what's in my heart. It's amazing how he just constantly pursues us. It's really his nature. He knew what was in our hearts, the Nietzsche's and mine. He had a plan for us all along. We just needed to wait and see. So what was the plan? Well, the Lord allowed me to be born to parents who went through life experiencing a lot of ups and downs and in the process grew closer to Him and learned how to pray, learned how to pray for their children. I'm telling you guys, the power of a parent's prayer is pretty potent stuff. Through them, I felt the Lord's compassion and love. They too didn't want me to settle didn't want me to choose a life away from them and from the Lord. So they guided Tunichi and worked with us to start the annulment process. It was a long process to say the least, but to this day I believe the Lord allowed us that waiting period so we can truly get to know each other deeper and put Him in the center of our lives. To fix our lives first, basically. Of course there were times that it seemed it would never come through or that it wouldn't go our way. And we were faced with the possibility of uh, breaking up anyway. But this time, it didn't seem like the end of the world. We were certain we had a faithful and loving God who wanted the best for us. And although we couldn't see what was going to happen in the end, we knew he had our backs. There was definitely peace in the knowledge that the Lord was working on both of us and whatever the outcome, it was going to be all right. And so, as the saying goes, the rest is history. God bless. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Thank you, Lord, for giving us this chance to um, worship you, which you so truly deserve. We pray that you continue to renew our faith. Allow us, Lord, as we are in worship, to truly feel and know that you are there for us that we are truly your beloved sons and daughters and that you want us close to you forever and will always have the very best for us. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit.
surrounded on every side can see the light of day but I am persuaded beyond all hope you won't let go of me I stake my claim on every word you say you will not be God again for this chance to worship you. We offer you this day. We offer you the rest of this conversation all for your greater glory. As we finish up by saying glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Welcome to FCJC Morning Worship. My name is Patrick from Southern California. Bidong. Enzo from Houston. Jules from Southern California as well. And our guest host, I mean our guest for today, is the sensational Ate Queen Bee from Virginia. Oh, oh, before, we, before we continue, don't forget to like us on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. YouTube, and how do you do that in Instagram? Instagram, just follow. Just, just follow. Yeah, there oh, you go. And also, we would like to thank Jules for sitting sitting in today, this weekend, for um, for being our co-host. So, Jules, thank you. Yay. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, I feel the, I I feel so lucky. We got Jules. Yeah. She's so busy now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, Oh, you're right. Because the last time we had her in in our as a guest, she was talking about 
uh, being engaged, right? Everything. Yeah. Oh, goodness. That's yeah. crazy. And you know it's in May, so. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, so soon. So it's so, crazy time. Exactly. So uh, we'll give you the honors to ask the first question for this morning. Oh, I thank you for that. So kind of you to give me I'm the first kind. question. But thank you for your sharing, Atikis. Oh. And I really enjoyed like listening to it. And I know, you know, I can't even imagine like what you're going through. And it took you like a long time to, you know, share about it. But thank you for being so brave and having the courage to share it with everyone. But I think my question was, um, kind of a follow-up to when you said something about like Chessy not knowing it. Um, did the <laughs> two other boys, did the two boys know about it? Yes, or? yes, the two boys knew about it, but it's this is strange. And I think Patrick had the same experience. They found out from Tonichi sharing it. At, Patrick found out with Tonichi sharing it at the conference. Remember, Pat? Oh. And then he was like, oh, I didn't know. And then Pepe and Enzo, same thing. They were just, you know, uh, somewhere around, you know, at certain event. And Tunisia again, like I said, I mean, it, and, and I honor him for it. He's, he's not ashamed at all. He's so proud of, you know, the, uh, the, the walk through faith, you know, how, how the Lord uh, brought him to himself. So um, with Jesse, we... It, it's just like a non-story in, in our house, in our, in our home. So, you know, we never even mentioned it to, to Jessie. So she was just, she was, she was mad at us actually after, like, why did I never know this? And this, and of course, Pepe was messing with her. Oh, he looked, he, cause we were, we were actually together for Enzo's graduation. He grad, he's now a police officer. Anyway, um, and then Pepe looked at me when we told him that Pepe and Chessie now knew. And he was like, oh, so he, he she already knows about our other brother? <laughs> I, th I, th I thought they were going to say something like, oh, and by the way, Chessie, you're adopted. You're, yeah, I was going to oh, actually, about Enzo, the since we're talking about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because just Pepe's face was so serious. Oh, so does she know now about our other brother <laughs> but yeah i mean right away because the uh, thing is you know i mean um during that time of our lives uh, especially in the philippines because in the philippines in case you didn't know jules there's no divorce in the philippines so mm -hmm. annulment is the only way to to um end the marriage basically and it's like a huge there's like because there's no divorce the line or the the line to get it done is pretty long so it takes so much time and for me mm. at the time it was like what you know i mean it seemed like it was yeah. going to be like never it wasn't going to happen so you know it was a it was a strange period of time very um for for a young person at that time right, I, mean, right. I thought it was like well it's the end of the world so yeah but yeah Pat is smiling big so uh, you know what? We'll give the next one to to Kriya Pat. <laughs> whoa, uh, whoa, was, that, whoa. was that the entire story? Okay, here's the my impression of it when I was listening to it. It felt like watching uh, a short trailer for the next Avengers movie. It was just so <laughs> many. Yeah. Right? Um, no, because it, well, it, the love story version. It was a love, love, story. <laughs> love story. Avengers yeah. love story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I was looking for. Yeah, but Enzo was very curious about something. Oh. Oh, uh, no, as what? usual, it had something to do with with music. Music. You said you wanted to know what the. All oh, right. Um, well, I heard you when when you were still in the band. What was the name of the band that was in my? Well, um, <laughs> I I I was in like three different bands, but the one that was most well known at the time was a band called Music Making Company. So. Um, oh, yeah. it's like the Miami music. Fact, or the music but the same same same, <laughs> year, same era same era so what kind of songs did you guys play uh, it's probably uh, is madonna no the, yeah <laughs> they, they were all covers they were all covers so and i wasn't the only um singer in the band so we did pretty much everything so, we, oh, so, that's so, cool. so this is what happened in my head picturing how it happened oh. Pita Queen Bee was there singing, and then <laughs> Pita Tanich just casually walks into the place and <gasps> her. Oh, no, no. 
Um, oh, you should you should have him tell you the story because it's it was kind of like that. <laughs> so it was. Oh. But, it, it, but it wasn't casual. He didn't walk in casually. Somebody told him so. So would you say Kuitinich was was very cool casual. and um, very, oh yeah. What was his pickup style? Well, <laughs> no, no, no pickup. Well, <laughs> well, you know, um, no. The thing is, just uh, Tunichi at that time was um was actually a model, a fashion uh, model. Wow. And he we, did, can, we can see that. Yeah, and he, and he did uh, some um, movies. You know how sometimes uh, productions here in the U.S., mm -hmm. they, they film like Vietnam movies mm. in, in Southeast Asia. And then, so the movies done in the Philippines, he would, you know, he would uh, do those. So he has a few oh, wow. and others. What uh, movies? Oh, <laughs> Like Platoon was shot in the Philippines, I remember. That's true. That's but he was true. not part of that, though. No, he, he was not. Okay. No. Nor, nor did he play any Vietnamese characters. That's for no, sure. Definitely yeah, not. that would probably. <laughs> but here's the thing: when I when I was listening to it too, it made me realize how how important it was to highlight the transformation. Right? Um, you pointed out like how great God's design was oh. because you had parents. Who were walking in the faith, you know, and um, uh, and how everything was laid out as a plan. Looking yeah. back, right? Yeah, looking was, back. Yeah, it probably so difficult. Uh, I I could imagine it in a movie if it was a <laughs> story again. Is that I think Queen Bee's like, oh my gosh, would I um, would I let him go? Would I would I <laughs> my parents? Right. That that, that that basically was it i mean yeah. uh you kind of hit the nail in the head but the thing was and i think uh what you know it was difficult because there's some time constraint so uh to to just add color uh, you know um another layer to it like i said my parents he you know, my uh you, you all know my parents um <laughs> they had um gone into <laughs> a renewal like a cup a few years before so they, my dad, um, his transformation was really 180 degrees. So um, he really wanted his whole family to, to, to uh, join him. So what happened was like we're nine siblings, right? So he was able to easily get the, you know, the lower four, the upper four and me, I'm in the middle, the fifth. It was a little more difficult, but I was like straddling between two lines because uh, um, I wanted to please them. So when I'm at home, I was able to really compartmentalize. Like when I'm at home, I attend everything. Like I go to all the gatherings, I go to all the, you know, the retreats and stuff. But then I had this whole other life where when I'm there, you know, it's like I forgot everything here. So it, it was, it was bad. And during that time, it was, it was dark. <laughs> I, I was not, I was purposely not, um, looking where I should, you know, I mean, even the issue with uh, Tanichi, I would probably have uh, done something sooner. But you know, I mean, I wasn't making a decision to, to choose what was right, until the decision was done for me, because my parents found out. Right. And, and like I said, to be honest, I don't know how what it, I mean, like, it is the Lord's plan to make it happen the way it did. Because even even when they found out, I mean, you would think, like you said in in the movies, it would be like, wow, a, a big confrontation with the parents, you know. That. But it wasn't really. I mean, they sat me down and said, "You do know this is wrong," basically. And and I was, it was so difficult because it was not. They were not mad, but I knew they were so disappointed, and that was that was even much worse. I mean, just thinking about it now makes me a little theory-eyed because I remember how how more guilty I felt because they weren't angry you know but in fact my dad um he felt he felt guilty he felt it was his fault that you know I we I wasn't making the right choices he he thought you know if I had just uh, known the Lord earlier in my life you know he, he thought it was his mistake so that that really touched me and that's why I had to highlight that, that long before I even met Tonichi, long before I was born, he gave me parents who 
we're going to go through that. And again, even if they didn't go through their ups and downs in their marriage, I don't know if they were able, they were going to go and, and meet the Lord at that particular time in their life when this thing was going to happen. So it made it, made it harder in the sense because, you know, when, when your parents just get mad at you, and that's it. You know, you just say, yes, 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 I'll do the punishment and that's it. But when you know they're disappointed at you, it was, it was just so different. It was so different. So it made me, made the decision in my heart even more, I was even more confused at that point because I knew I didn't want to give up to Nietzsche, but I didn't want to keep them mad at me. So. Yeah, I wouldn't want to give up to it. <laughs> while we're on while we're on the topic of like like transforming into how uh Lulolito turned into liking to yeah to Nietzsche, how did they convert him or Oh that's that's yeah, a good one. Him? Yeah, how did they uh, yeah, how did they include that, him? That is that is such a great question, uh Enzo. And and again, um the Lord was working in his life as well. The Lord had already chosen him because, and, and he shares this, so I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be, you know, you know, I think he'll be okay. <laughs> I share this, but his life was really all crazy at that time, different um, um, uh, priorities. So when he met me and um, we, you know, it, 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 like I said, it quickly became a serious relationship. Um, the Lord was actually choosing him already, was already guiding him towards himself. Because, you know, after this whole thing happened, when they found out and they, they talked and there was an understanding and uh, the um, annulment process started, Tunishi did his first LCS, right? He did that. Um, and then we, he and I together, we trained to be um, um, evangelizers. My, my, my dad was head of the lay formation center in the Philippines and they, they were the ones who went to the door-to-door -door evangelization. So Tunisia and I trained the same week to be, to be trainers, to go out and, and do the door-to-door -door evangelization. The thing was, right after my training, I probably did it two times, but Tunisia stayed on. He stayed on and he actually became a trainer. He was training people. His, his life just got turned around too. And and he when he shares, he thanks me. But really, it was the Lord already chose him at that point. Chose chose him to to meet him, but happened to be through me. He learned he he that's why right now, I mean, for him, I mean, my, our family is really the way he got salvation. Because, you know, without that. And going through this whole this annulment process, I'm telling you, it was it was bloody. It was like four years of not knowing if the church was going to grant it. So, um, so uh, yeah, but he, so he learned to pray. We both learned to pray and really accept. And like I said in my sharing, at a certain point in our lives, it was like you know you realize we might still have to split up, you know, break up because if if the church doesn't see that you know, um, this marriage was really annullable. That Because when you, and, and maybe I'm explaining this to Enzo, but when, when a marriage is annulled in the Catholic Church, that means there was never a marriage. The sacrament never happened. So that means it's gone. And that's probably an explanation to why it was never brought up with Jesse, because it was nothing anymore, right? But um, yeah, I mean, at, at that point, it was like, you know, if it doesn't happen, we have to split up. And but it wasn't as bad as it when in the beginning of the whole thing, the journey, because in the beginning I was, I was a wreck. I mean, thinking of different, you know, ways to get out of the situation. But in the end, like, you know what? And the thing too was, Tunichi started meeting people of the same faith and understanding wrong from right and what his responsibilities were. Um, you know, to become a, a husband, a true husband, you know, um, and what his responsibility was to be a father. And, and um, like I said, you know, the rest is history because, you know, we were, he's been able to lead our family to the Lord more. And, and the kids, I mean, the legacy is there. I mean, the kids are already, you know, they have their own relationship with the Lord. So uh, that's why I know the Lord allowed all that to happen uh, for, definitely a big reason 
Yeah, I think the biggest confirmation of of the of God's plan is looking at your children and how mm-hmm. how they are. I, I I really believe that that things went correctly according to God's plan. Meeting Pepe and Enzo and and Chessie, yeah. amazing kids. One of these days, I think our topic should be about how did you, how would you raise kids to be. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I, I'll answer that right now. Just really okay, go ahead. looking looking at the Lord for everything. I mean, it was as you you I met you Pidong when we were starting to raise our kids, and oh, yeah. you know we started a uh, um, community in in Los Angeles, and it was just. I was pregnant with Pepe. And you know, I mean, all the concerns are going to happen. Like, why did why the heck did we start this now? I'm about to give birth. And mm-hmm. and and of course, ten and a half months later, I have another baby. I mean, it was a crazy time to do it. But at that point, we knew that that was most most important to to uh, bring up or raise a family that with the Lord in the center. Because after and the thing is as a parent, all you can do is Teach them while you can, while they're teachable. Because once they get to the age of 18 or even younger, once they have their own minds, you just have to pray that they remember what they thought you taught them. Mm-hmm. And, and that happens when they're younger. You can't start when they're 16, right? I mean, it's, it's hard. I mean, you can, of course. God, God everything is you know, possible. But um, it's just more difficult. But yeah, I mean, it was a difficult ride in the beginning with two babies that were almost twins and going to community and Tanisha and I working full-time jobs at the same time. Uh, it was difficult. Some, some of our family members, especially Tanisha's family members, you're crazy. I mean, they were like, really, you're crazy doing this, but it was important to us. So for our kids, they saw how important it was. So they grew up knowing that this was something they needed. And, and, and I won't lie. I, 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 my heart really swells up when I see them. Like I see Chessie talking about the Lord to other people. I see Pepe giving a talk or leading worship, and Enzo. Enzo doesn't talk as much as Pepe and Chessie, but you know, I see him. You know, defending his faith, standing up. You know, for his faith, it's it's heartwarming. In fact, you know, at this point, there w- there was a situation where we were in front of other people, a group of people who were basically. Um, it was funny. They were they were hitting us and attacking us because of our faith, and and I thought this happened only in books, you know, or on TV and people give their testimony, but it was happening to us. And Tanisha and I didn't have to speak. Pepe, Enzo, and Chessie were the ones who were defending, so these people couldn't say anything because they were younger and they were defending their faith. So it's amazing. It's uh, I looked at Tanisha and I said, you know, we can actually die tomorrow because they're set. I mean, they're good. I mean, they're not perfect. The kids are not perfect, obviously. But, um, you know, you, we, we know what's important in their hearts. So. Yeah, Just and I think... Uh, Jules, you didn't hear. And for all those people who are married, newly married, she did say 10 and a half months apart. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, I didn't know that could happen, but it does. No. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you But, yeah, I think that's actually really cool. I, I, it's, it's cool to hear all of the... Uh, by the way, she's my sister. If anybody's wondering, for those, <laughs> and the three kids we were talking about were her kids: Pepe, Enzo, and Chessie. And Tonichi is her husband. <laughs> I have to make that clear. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And people are listening. LCS means life in Christ series. Thank so just you. in yes. case you guys are sorry, up. was I was I using That's... jargon like, like anything? No, no worries. We we do that a lot, so we have to catch it. So make sure. But um um, that is really really great seeing you know the. Uh, I think I said um, to uh, a guest a couple of weeks ago, uh, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, and you said your your kids do the same thing. And yeah, I mean, it's it's very evident about their uh, their faith. And and I just want to touch on 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 something you said on your exhortation. By the way, I love the worship too. Love your songs. Those are I just love singing those songs. I love those songs. So. Yeah, and, yeah. so and thank you for introducing me to the last one. That was uh, I, I never thought that. I love it. Yeah. yeah. But um um. Uh, of course, he's our dad. I know what 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 our papa and mama do, but I think you 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 mentioned um, uh, the importance of the prayer of parents. Yes. Can you just uh, share that a little bit more for people who are going to be 
and future parents. Those who are parents right now. <laughs> even if your children are already grown, you know, if yeah. you elaborate a little bit on that, that would be awesome. I feel like, um, you know how in the Ten Commandments, uh, one of the, I think it's the fifth, where you honor your father and mother. Um, if you, if you, um, if you look at all of them, it's the only commandment that actually has a promise after it. Like if you honor your father and mother, you will be blessed. And, you know, I, I, I can't tell you verbatim, but, and I should, I should be able to, but uh, I can't. But um, the thing is, um, uh, I, I feel like uh, as a parent, as a parent, um, you're so close to the Lord. That's why I feel that that was in the commandments. I think as a parent, you go through so much. And, and even non-Christian parents, right? Um, they, their concern for their kids is just so much. They do everything for their kids. And, and I'm talking about good people, of course, not, not necessarily Christian. So um, there's really no ulterior motive when you pray for your kids other than what's good for them. So I think the Lord listens to that. Parents because we go through the trouble of becoming parents, right? I think we're, we're I think the Lord, ha we have the Lord's ear when we pray for our kids, because it's not for us. We don't, we don't, um, we don't get anything out of it, but the good of our kids. We're just happy when our kids are good. So I think as a parent, especially as a husband and wife, it's so important that you pray specifically for your kids, each one. And I'm, and that I'm sure my parents did, Papa and Mama did, because we, all of us have our own stories. And Patrick, I'm sure has his own. <laughs> Every one of us has our own stories. And I know for a fact, my parents pray for each one of us every day. And even at mass, after mass, they kneel down and start, I can't even, I don't eavesdrop, of course. I don't promise, but I do hear like dinky, Bambi, you know, and it, it warms my heart. I mean, I have, I'm sure, two people who are praying for me for what's best for me without any ulterior motives. And that's what we do for our kids. Pray for them. Because right at this point, Pepe is 27, Enzo's 26, you know, Chessie's 20. You went, well, really, what, what can you do? What can you do but just pray for them and pray that they remember what you taught them? So, yeah, I think a parent's prayer is very powerful. So you, you guys, and you, Jules, when you become a parent, pray for your kids. Pray yeah. for your kids specifically. What do you do? do you yeah, not to be like a teaching moment, but yeah, you said it correctly. Yeah, the, the first commandments the Lord gave to Moses were all about him, about God. Yeah. And the first commandment about humans was about your parents. You parents mean, yeah. it's not even. You know, so if you're wondering, you can check it up in the Bible to next. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, I mean. Pray for your kids. I mean, pray for even if they're, well, you, Pidong, you still have young kids. I mean, it's a great time to do that. Pray for who he's going to marry, how, who Lara is going to meet, her friends in the future, even if he's still really young. I mean, <laughs> thinking yep. too far ahead here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Even as they're, even when they're little, when they're little, just pray. If, if, and, and whatever it is, maybe. Maybe you're going to be a priest, Enzo. Praise God, you know, if that happens. You'll be our ticket to heaven. <laughs> there you go. So just pray because, like I said, we don't, our hearts, we don't have any ulterior motive. I remember one time uh, Enzo and I had some um, issues. Well, well, anyway, I won't go specifically to what. But um, at one point, I really told him, Enzo, what do I have to gain by telling you this? I said, you're going to be mad at me. I don't like that. But I have to tell you, because I'm your parent. You know, I mean, it's, and, and just keep on praying, because really, when they're as old as my kids, they're going to make their own decisions, you know. Enzo said, to clarify, it's a different Enzo. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, no, this is my Enzo. <laughs> yeah, he is an Enzo. I have an Enzo. Too. I would say, what do I have to gain? One up, I'm right, you're wrong. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Always. But, you know, the other the other thing that, that came to mind with, about when you said no ulterior motive when it comes to prayer, the other thing that I realized um, is that children, 
isn't um, the feeling that you have for your children or having children is an affirmation of what true love is. Cause, uh. Right. Um, I remember before uh, I would oh. get those kind of questions too, like, are you sure you love your wife or, you know, your significant other? You could always say yes, but it's really different when you experience having the child because you know there's no ulterior motive. That's exactly. just the, a pure love. And then and then when we had Enzo, this Enzo, I, I looked back and I'm like, okay, do I love my wife? Yes. You know, that's, <laughs> How, you, why would you marry her in the first place if you don't? No, Aww. what I mean is that's... There you, you think, go. Right, that's true. For a different... You, for a different segment so just kidding <laughs> that's, a different segment. that's right but what i'm saying is because of you I, it made me realize what true love is love and is, that yes. it, it affirmed the fact that my love for your mom is true also that's cool yeah. okay let me get my <laughs> good morning everybody good morning <laughs> this is part two so, um, uh, you know what uh we could talk so much. I say this every week. I know. Yeah. We always are so limited with time. I know. But, but you know what, Ati Queens, thank you so much for saying yes to being a guest. Thanks here. for having me. Thanks, Jules, for for saying yes to being a co-host. Oh, yeah. yeah thanks, thanks for having please. me, too. Awesome. So, Ati Queens, before we end, I'm going to ask you, can you just end us with a closing prayer? And then I'm going to ask Jules, when she's done, can you pray over Ati Queen B? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Ati Queens, can you lead us with a closing All right. Sure. And the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father God, we thank you once again for uh, allowing us to um, have this chance to talk about uh, you once again and your love for us and the plans you have for us and having just the best uh, plans for us, Lord God. Um, I thank you, Lord, uh, for granting us a chance to be able to worship you and uh, uh, being able to just fellowship um, with these beautiful people. I ask, Lord, that you just bless um, Patrick, the dog, and Jules and everything they have to do today. And Enzo, of course, um, we ask, I ask you, Lord, to just uh, bless this service that they're doing and allow it to really uh, reach more people so that um, you may truly be glorified, all your works, all your love, Lord God. Uh, and I'll just end this with a uh, glory be, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. And Father, we just want to lift up to you, um, Atikimi. We thank you for you giving us your daughter and allowing her to share her experience and um, giving her the courage and the bravery to be able to share this experience with everyone and allow it to inspire people and to to allow us to understand the importance of putting you in the center of our relationship despite um despite any shortcomings despite any situations we are in um knowing that you are in the center of our relationship you you everything is possible with you in it um thank you father for allowing her to just be with us and just answer a couple questions and a lot, inspire us, especially um, the young women in our community and all those who are listening and be an inspiration to us and in being a great mother and a great wife, um, especially for me that I'm getting married. I find Atikimbi as an inspiration. So thank you for giving us um, her and her sharing and her experiences as well. Um, we lift up to you her um, family and her just to her life father I allow her to be um, allow her to be an instrument of your love um, to everyone she encounters father and allow her to be able to inspire people with her beautiful voice as well in worship and allowing everyone to just uh, be be an inspiration or allow her to be an inspiration to everyone in joining her in worshiping with her beautiful voice father um all this we ask and pray in your mighty name as we just say all glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy spirit as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you again, everybody. Thank you. Don't forget to hit that like and subscribe. 
And we'll see you guys next week. Please subscribe. God bless. God bless.